you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Cuidado. Tiene prisa. Suelta. Largo. A touchdown. Interceptado. Cae la tercera intercepción de la noche y en este caso es a manos de Amik Robertson. A big weekend on Monday night in Las Vegas as the Raiders end up taking care of business against the Packers. We are taking care of business right here on the El Huddle podcast. Hola, que tal? Como están? What's up, everybody? What's good? I'm Will Selva. My prima, my hermana, my prima hermana, MJ Casa Ruiz, joining us at night at the time of this recording <laughs> because she is in London, in Londres. How's it been? <laughs> you were at the game between the Bills yeah. and the Jags. Come on, dímelo. Let's start, let's the, start the with the game. Let's okay. start with the game because I think that's for sure been the highlight of the trip so far. Everything has been fab, though. The game was as close to playoff atmosphere as you can get. Um, wow, the NFL okay. UK fans showed up and showed out. There were over 61,000 people at Tottenham Stadium on Sunday Boy. for Jaguars-Bills. That is the largest crowd that has ever been at Tottenham. And in my opinion, la más bullosa. 
the loudest <laughs> by far that I have ever uh, heard in a regular season game. Um, it, it was incredible. I mean, I got chills looking around. And of course, yes, I think we remember from a, a couple of years back and last year at the London game, certainly. It's like, wow, you can see all these different jerseys, right? Like a lot right. of jerseys coming from right. everywhere. But the Bills were the home team and the Bills fans in attendance really dominated. Like there was an really? ocean Lots of, blue. of Bills Mafia, Lots huh? Mafia. Lots of Bills Mafia, yes. And a lot of folks who traveled from the U.S. So I was really expecting more like European fans. Mm-hmm. And it was mostly, um, not mostly, but a good contingent of American fans who did travel over for these games. So it was like a beautiful mix of both of them. Um, it, it, it was really, really exciting. Very cool. What did you think of the theory that the Bills came to London on a Friday, mm-hmm. played mm-hmm. on a Sunday, and yeah. they seemed to be not as acclimated as they could have with the thinking being, hey, we'll be there a short amount of time and then leave. You've been there. You've experienced the jet lag and the change. Mm-hmm. How real mm-hmm. is that? Because the Bills mm-hmm. offense looked like it was sleepwalking when yeah. the game started yeah. and almost for most of the game. No question. I think I believe that it did play a, a big role, right? I, I think if you ask somebody in the locker room, they might say something different, but I'm in the middle of that jet lag right now. And I got yeah. here, a, I think, a day before, if not right around the same time as that the Bills did um, to London. And it's serious. I mean, halfway through that game, I was in-game hosting. Uh, and my co-host for the day, Sam, who's an Olympic gold medalist, she's just unbelievable. I looked at her at one point and she looked me straight in the eyes. She's like, you all right? That's the place I hear in London, you're right. And yeah. I was like, sis, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I am. Be cross-eyed? I'm, I'm struggling real hard. Um, yeah. I, I would have killed for a Cuban coffee. Like, cafecito <laughs> would have helped me out tremendously. Right. Or not. It was just, you know, you get to a point where you're so sleepy, there's nothing you can do. I And I couldn't, at that point, we were halfway through the game, so I couldn't really walk around <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> I was yeah. sort of tethered to her spot on the sideline. Um, oh, man, it was tough. It That's rough. So That's I can rough. only imagine having to go full speed against other gigantic men in the middle of a football game. Um, it's a lot. I think there's a lot to be said uh, for the jet lag. And mind you, the Bills had way less jet lag than I did because I was coming from the West Coast, right? Mm-hmm. So like, That's right. Yep. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I would imagine that for the Jaguars, that was a tremendous advantage having That's been good. here an extra week. For sure. Well, well, you you mentioned the the fans and who was there, and I was expecting to see a lot of different jerseys because mm-hmm. on TV you'll see were. a Kittle or a Debo, yeah. and uh, it seemed to be like like almost a kaleidoscope of, mm-hmm. of jerseys. Definitely. W- was the Jacksonville contingent? Did you did you oh, yeah. see like how loud mm-hmm. they were, how boisterous they were, yeah. given the fact that they seemed to be like their de facto home team based. Right. out of there no question i mean it, that was like the funny part right when the jags did something great it was crazy loud when the bills did something great it was crazy loud if we were just singing a song or doing a call out on this jumbo screen it was crazy loud so there was a huge amount of jaguars fans and of course many of them had been there since the week four many more joined on um but a lot of bills fans as well but there was a mix of everything i mean i saw every jersey you can think of you already know my dolphins have a huge contingent here in oh, yeah. There were a lot of Patriots fans, a lot of uh, we saw a ton of Niners fans. The Niners actually had a watch party here in London. Um, Joe Staley came. You remember Joe? Oh, do of course. Yeah. So he flew over and and was hosting um, a bunch of uh, 49ers fans as well. So there was a mix of everything. But it was nice to see that at the game, 
the two teams that were actually on the field were boisterously represented by the fans that were here in the UK. Mm -hmm. Now, are you going to be like uh, my parents? I don't know if your parents were like this, but every time they go to a hotel, they would take all like the little soaps and all like the little, <laughs> uh, you know, conditioners and shampoo. No. Are, you, are you like that or no? No, first of all, I can't even use the shampoo and conditioners in the uh, hotels because I'm a hair snob. <laughs> so if they don't have safe ingredients, if they're not salty and silicone free, so I flip the bottle over. I'm like, nope, can't use it. Ninety nine uh, percent of the time, they're useless to me. Um, but no, they're they actually have full size. We spare no expense. Full size um, toiletries. Yeah. All right. Now, one of the things that I saw following you on Instagram is always such a treat because I feel like I'm living vicariously through you. Maybe the coolest thing was hearing everybody sing Sweet Caroline. Oh, my gosh. Yes. How electric was the atmosphere when that was happening? I mean, do we have it? Can we hear it for a second just so everybody understands? <laughs> Our girl wow. Colleen, Colleen pulled her into it as well. Uh, Maurice Jones Drew did not want to join in on the sing along because he thought it was going to be bad luck. Marty Pooper, to the of course, yeah. MJD would be that way. But oh my goodness, they love this song. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love it. You don't have to prompt them. They know exactly what to do, they know every single word. It was awesome. Like it, every single person. What's funny is, and I probably shouldn't get them in trouble by saying this, but. There were like two on-field security, great security, of course, but they're like very serious, right? Like trying to focus on what's going on. Sure. And I looked over and even they were trying to like forcing themselves not to sing the song, right? Because it's just catchy. Everybody knows <laughs> like the drop there. Um, unbelievable atmosphere. That was something I'll never forget. So as in-game host, I was the one who had to start the sing-along. And I was like, yeah. please kill my mic the second I cue the song. Like, let's not. We don't want people to run out of the stadium. I'm oh, not a what was you, um, was your heart? Was your heart beating a little bit faster? I mean, I know you're a natural talking in front of people, so <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. But did it feel a little bit like okay? <laughs> yeah, it's I'm different. The, I'm like the... these folks don't know me here, right? They're like, yeah. who's this American girl? Like, but they. I mean, the fans here were unbelievable. So welcoming. They were so kind and nice and. I think the fear sometimes, especially when you're on a jumbotron, is if you have a prompt or you, you're like asking a question, I'm like, what if nobody answers me? Right, right, right. <laughs> what if it's just quiet? But it wasn't like that at all. Everybody was really, really engaged. It was awesome. How does it compare to the game in Mexico City? Oh, very different. Very different, but equally as powerful, right? Two mm -hmm. very different vibes, of course. It was just completely different countries. Um, but... But I would say, like, Estadio Azteca literally vibrates, right, in the mm. energy mm -hmm. uh, of the fans. And um, so did Tottenham, for sure. Yeah. And now we have the Ravens and the Titans who are yes. going to be playing on NFL yeah. Network. And that game is going to be, again, there in London. Uh, mm -hmm. Those teams having to travel, do the same thing, seeing if yeah. their method works or not. Both of those teams coming off of losses. We saw the Ravens yeah. after their what you would call offensive explosion against the Browns really came down to earth yeah. against the Steelers. And For it sure. seemed a little bit like that offense stepped back with Lamar Jackson and the receivers. And then you had the Titans who then lost a divisional game Ugh. to the Colts. And then here comes big bad King Henry. And then here comes Lamar Jackson. What can you tell us about that matchup from yeah. just being there and 
what we can expect. I think it's going to be a really physical game, right? Despite you know the time difference, despite the jet lag that they're that they may be experiencing, we know both of these teams to be very, very physical, uh, to be very fast paced in their play. Um, so I think it, it it's going to be a different kind of game than what we saw last week um, with the Jaguars and the Bills. Um, but I'm really curious. I'm actually heading out to to their practices later this week to just see them in person. And they're a little bit removed um, from like the main city, right? There's really no space for an American football team to practice. Yeah. So they're a little bit further out, but you get to see a little bit of the countryside of, of the UK. Um, but it's it's always interesting to see them acclimate. And most of the players last year, when I was talking to the Packers players, when they were here for that Giants Packers game, they told me the same thing. Like they all just try to focus in as if they were stateside. Right. Me and too. I think mm-hmm. the league does a very good job that most of the teams are either coming off of a game on the East Coast or are based in the East Coast so that it's not as bad. It's almost like going from New York to San Francisco or New York to L.A. type of deal. But even that like really affects you um, because while the flight may be the same amount of hours, the time difference is not. <laughs> sure. <laughs> You're sure. still wasn't a whole day. Um, so I, I am very curious to see these type of physical teams adjust to to having to deal with also the jet lag. Yeah. Wow. Love the insight. Yeah. Love the fact that you are there. Prima hermana. So jealous, <laughs> but love going on your IG and seeing what you're doing over there. Looks like you were having an absolute blast. And by the by the way, Will, and yeah. I'm not passing you up here. I had okay. several people ask me about you. We we did what? a fan event. Yes, at Battersea what? Park. And they said they love the El Huddle podcast. They're like, where's yes. your Clino? Right? They don't know how to say it. But they're like, where? And I can't even say it with their accent. It was so cute. Um, they're like, where's Will? Tom, we love him. I was like, man, look at us reaching like all the way across the pond. So I just wanted you to know that. Oh, that's awesome. That honestly makes my day because we wonder yeah. sometimes who's listening. When do they yeah. listen? How do they mm-hmm. listen? As long as they're listening, that's the important thing. And 100%. we want to take this thing global too. And it sounds like we're yeah. doing it, Prima Hermana. So let's Whoa. Up. I love it. A uh, little bit later on, you and I will be talking about Perro Machos, May Platono Power, y Punto. Coming up, we got a great guest, Bears kicker, Guy Rojo Santos. We'll be talking to him about what it's like being in that pressure cooker of situation and all the first Brazilian born player to play in the NFL. Love it. Coming up on the El Huddle podcast. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Your head. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, 
But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm -hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Cairo Santos, I'm Brazilian, and I play for the Chicago Bears. Part of the Brazilian culture that has always been with me is how warm we are towards the people in our circle. We always love to be around our loved ones. What I'm most proud of that's unique to the Brazilian culture is that we are born to play soccer. That's still my number one passion to go and watch soccer games on my off time. And even in football games, I'm more interested in the kicking part. Since I became the first Brazilian to play in the NFL, I've noticed the hunger in the Brazilian viewers. Ultimately, having a game, a preseason game, or a regular season, whatever that is, I would love for Brazil to be their next destination. I ran camps every offseason in Brazil, and that was a huge success, and it's something that reminded me every year just how big of a, a role model you know, I became since I entered the league. It's so gratifying to see when a kid, you know, telling those things, they get it, and they they just want to start doing the right things as well. Yes, we are joined by Bears kicker, Cairo Santos. Welcome to the El Huddle Familia, Cairo. Muy obrigado. De nada. Uh, <laughs> I speak a little Portuguese. I get, I get it mixed up with... Uh, my wife jo jokes that I say that I speak Spanish, but she's like, no, we just speak Portuguese <laughs> with, with a Spanish accent. 
Um, no, but it's a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, awesome to be on the show with you guys. Absolutely. That's the only bit that I even know. So I knew that you were going to come on and that you know about Hio and Brazil. And there's a certain way to pronounce, you know, both of those. Right. And out of curiosity, do you have any teammates with the Bears that ask you, hey, Cairo, can you help me up with some some verbs, some some words? Uh, actually, yeah, uh, there's a couple guys that went down in Brazil. Um, yeah, Claypool was one of them. Um, EQ, uh, they were going in the, in the summer. So they, they, they hit me up for like, okay, where are the destinations? What I, what are some words that I should know? Um, but before them, I feel like, yeah, every team I've been with, they, that's like when they learn a little bit about, about my background, that's like first couple of questions is, is how, you know, the so- soccer, have you met Neymar? Uh, how are the women? How's the food? You know the, those stereotypical things that Brazilians are known for. They they hit me up with that. Well, you had mentioned in that vignette that you just heard, and that obviously audiences can see as well. And you'd mentioned about soccer being something that you're really passionate about in Brazil. That is what it's about—the beautiful game, uh, football, right? Uh, what are some of those outside of, of soccer, what are some of those cultural experiences or touches that you bring with you that remind you of Brazil? Um, like I said in the early in the video, like I think something that's the Brazilians are known for, like is just how warm we are. Uh, you know, every new person that we need is like hugs and kisses. It's like every time where we see teammates in the locker room it's it's like you know you, you hug a lot and, and you just celebrate with each other a lot and you're um so I, I think when when we're finding it and I, I find it difficult sometimes because I feel like a kicker is so isolated from the rest of the team um well, there are meetings most of the time and we're just having free time um if they know walking around the the, the building and, and during games we're just kind of you know, waiting for our time to go in and just mostly watching the game. So uh, I, I, I want to go celebrate with them more. I want to, like, you know, put out that energy, that Brazilian energy. Uh, but at the same time, I, I know I have to keep my head, uh, you know, very, very stable uh, to not get, uh, you know, lose my focus during games and stuff. So it's just like the balance that I try to, you know, step in and out of. Uh, a lot because uh, naturally I, I want to you know just jump up and down and celebrate and enjoy you know just be around with uh, like I said people that that I love that in our circle. Yeah, we've talked about uh, our families a lot on this podcast. You know, somos unidos, right? We're fa- uh, we're family, and that's what it's all about. It sounds like that you've brought that as well to to your home, and you try to bring that into the locker room, but you're. Your job is unlike any other job on the football team. It's really one of those things where I feel like kickers get this bad rap because when they're needed, it's an absolute five-alarm fire, and if it doesn't go well, you take all the criticism. How do you handle that pressure with the advent of social media and all these other shows that are out there that really criticize your every kick when you're out there. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think something I try to think is like I think the opinion that you have uh, of yourself it should always be higher than the opinion of the outside world. Like I, I think that when I'm kicking well, and I do happen to miss a kick here and there, which I understand that it's just it's just natural. You know, it's very hard to be absolutely perfect. Something that you strive for day in day out in your practice, but you know you're never going to get there because the craft is just is very difficult to you know there's there's a snap and hold the blocking when there are so many variants that that could affect your job uh but I, I think i always think that as long as i feel like i'm putting in the work and i'm kicking well at practice for you know, several practices in a row like that that's the opinion that i'm going to have myself so whatever I have or, or happen to have uh, you know in the game or whatever happens uh i just know that that's not, you know, that that's not gonna define the kicker I am because the kicker I am is the kicker that you knows kicking well and stuff. So I don't let that those moments. But obviously, you know, it out the out the outside wor- world is the only as good as your last kick. So if you made your last kick or last game was great, you're the best kicker ever. You know, if you miss uh, a kick in a game, well, uh, you know that you know you're only one kick away to like okay, like, this guy's done. Uh, so like and we all understand that, but I think it is just as long as you're confident with your work, that's that's the only thing that you should be focused about or to to think of yourself as, as that guy. You have obviously the physical ability and gift to be a kicker that has had this thriving nine year career in the league. When you are in a packed stadium, the lights are on, it's the end of the half, end of the game, you get called upon. What is your mental process to get you ready as you are in the moment to make the kick? So something that I think is a secret to my success is that I rehearse a routine for every kick during practice. And then when it gets to a game, I just think about, just go step by step on that checklist of your what you rehearsed on your routine, and then once you start doing that, it's like you forget about everything on the outside of your the bubble that you're thinking about, and that starts when it's like okay, like you know it's a third down, and you know I I know that if we don't convert, we can be a, if we're inside of range, it could be a field goal. So that starts with when I look at the coach, and he calls field goal. That starts my routine. And I do that in practice. You know, I go out to the sideline by myself in practice or with the snapper and holder. And we rehearse that routine. Like, okay, coach called field goal. Let's run onto the field. There's a play clock. I use the play clock to get ready to, you know, I, I go at a certain um, number on the play clock just that, you know, so I'm not either starting too soon or too late. I know that I have that to, um, to kind of use as a trigger to stay in my routine. Um, and talk about the wind with my holder. Um, so yeah, just kind of do that. And then once I start taking my steps, that's again, like, I'm just like, boom, just you know, step by step into that routine. And I feel like as long as I'm, my brain is busy with that, I'm not thinking about anxiety, uh, crowd noise, the pressure of the kick. Uh, it's just like, do this that you do at practice every day. And it feels like practice when I'm out there. You talked about the isolation of the job. There is a lot of training and doing things on your own. 
what are the interactions like when you are in a game situation with your teammates on the field? Really, there's none uh, until he's uh, uh, and that's the way I think uh, you know it should be. I, I, that's the way I've always liked it. It's kind of they, they leave you out while you're kicking that, just getting ready, just doing your thing. Um, and the interactions are typically after I make a kick. You know, just kind of people come high five you, and and or if I happen to miss a kick, just a few few words of encouragement, or you know, you know, you can like you know we'll we'll keep playing to get a chance for you to make it the game-winning kick, like those kind of things. You know, the locker room, uh, everywhere I've been, has been their support, their respect to the, I think as long as you come in and you, you put in your work every every day, uh, just like they're putting the work, you know, less physical, but it's still uh, you coming in and being a pro, I think you earn the respect that way of your teammates too. Okay, like, don't need a mess to him. You know, just leave him. You know, we know what kind of guy he is. I think that, that's how I like it. Has there ever been a player that you've come across that you thought, whoa, he doesn't like me, but then you do something great, like make a game-winning field goal or you make three field goals and they say, hey, Cairo, what's up? I'm glad you're here with us. <laughs> uh, no, I, I haven't. Uh... I mean, there's there's been a couple teams that you, know, you fill in mid season, then they don't really know like them even knowing your name. They just know that you're a new guy, and and after you start hot and making kicks, you're like, oh really? Let me let me see who that is and, and talk to him, get to know him a little more. Uh, so it, it's, but no 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 jerks out there that that. <laughs> Hey, there's probably a lot of guys that don't like kickers uh, because how much you know it can sometimes depend on them and if they don't perform. But they they're t- usually um, let you be a pro. Kyra, what would you or what would your older self, your present self, say to your younger self about the preparation of being an NFL kicker? Um. That's a that's a actually a great one because that's something that you know I got off to a good start in my career in Kansas City, and um, I got injured my fourth year, and I think just being young, uh, you know, feeling fresh, uh, I just felt like I could kick a lot of balls at practice and and not ever feel the the consequences of it, but eventually it started to catch up with me because um, I wasn't my my regime my, my routine wasn't like as like kind of uh precise and, and dialed in as it is now uh so i would go out i'll just kick a lot of balls until you know, i had confidence and uh and, and that's how i thought it was gonna be the right thing to do but after injuring your kick king i thought uh i learned a lot of things along the way um uh, just to that just like being like a lot of reps doesn't mean that it's going to be a quality day. So I, I like to just keep it to a level where my body doesn't ever feel the soreness from kicking. And, and I know that I have less kicks to make, make, you know, everything. So it makes every kick uh, in your head, just, you know, you, you be dialed in even more. And, and you know, so you make every kick. So now you don't have to, you know, now I'll probably kick like 30 balls max at practice. 
before that it was like 50 60 balls so you know i don't have the the extra amount to like keep practicing so i have to bring my eight player um every day um so that that's helped me a lot just to to take that approach and i think it you know it it, it, became, it, it came became this way because of a negative thing like the injury but i'm mm-hmm. glad you know that i learned that and could possibly share with other kickers and um, so I'm definitely a better kicker because of everything I've learned along the way. You know, the Bears got off to a slow start, but the last couple of weeks has been certainly a different vibe, I'm sure, around the locker room, around the facility, and everywhere in Chicago. What do you think has changed for the team in these past couple of weeks that now has them feeling like, okay, we found our footing and we're ready to take off yeah i think it's that it's just like just finding kind of what what's been working you know, um i think the the level of uh, of trust in everyone has stayed the same which is uh something that is encouraging you know like that i can you know, say with a lot of confidence that, that the team has not started point fingers at anybody and that's been just encouraging to see that um I'm fortunate to be in the leadership council that, that Coach Blues, uh, you know, designed for all the, the entire locker room, basically every position. So, being in those meetings and and just seeing the fight that everyone just you know, just with every loss, it just like kept adding to like, oh, I'm gonna keep fighting even more, um, and just to get that one that that finally that that one win after so many games, uh, just a weight that's lifted off our shoulders and to see them like, you know, just to kind of keep swinging, keep, keep chipping at it. Um, the last couple games, uh, has created into our offense and, in and play our much better football and being able to find the guys that we want to find. Um, you know, so we, we just want to keep building on that. How's it been seeing the development of your quarterback, Justin Fields? He's special. He's very special. Uh, I think that uh, he's he's such a competitor that well, he he kind of you know, makes it really uh, well. He takes it. I think puts a lot more pressure on himself than he needs to. I think he can just be a a, a natural, real, real free leader like he is. Uh, he'll play with that, that swag. I think uh, he. I mean, he's he's in a facility the entire day you know it's one of the first cars i see in the parking lot and uh the quarterbacks are always one of the last and always throwing extra balls at me so he he's exploring all avenues to uh to play winning football um you know any anybody though he can he can be hard on you when you're not getting the success that you expect you know we all have seen the success that he's capable of since college and when things are just not clicking, well, now sometimes it's not really your fault. You know, it's not really anybody's fault, but it's just kind of the combination of everything that we just got to everybody kind of playing together, being together to to accomplish one goal. So um, I think it's that. I think it's it's a great sign how much of a competitor and how much he cares and wants to be himself. Um, but at the end of the day, we got to help him out. You know, everybody. Uh, the whole the whole building needs to help out everyone, everyone, so so we can be that the united team. Yeah, Kyrie, you had mentioned it in that vignette that we just heard 
about Brazil potentially hosting an NFL game. We've seen NFL games in Mexico City, in Germany, and London. What would it mean to you to see an NFL game in Brazil? It would be just, I would be so happy for the fans out there, for the the, the people that since my college days would follow me in, in kind of um, you know, just like a, a group of viewers start to kind of get behind me all the way from college to entering the NFL and all that. And I see the the growth that the audience has has taken in the, in the past um, 12 years or so um, or more, actually. Um, so and I, I think I'm a part of that being the, the only Brazilian playing the NFL. Um, the success that my camps um had it was just very inspiring to to feel that and i feel like i go to a lot of stadiums away and you know, i see a brazilian flag i see people speaking portuguese calling my name and i go over and talk to them sign sign their jerseys and they're like you know man that's so cool I really yeah i really hope that you make all the kicks but you know i hope that we win i'm cheering for you to make all your kicks and that's that's cool to hear that because I feel like you know the normal American phase, fan base is not cheering for me, uh, you know, on the away teams or the the, the opponents, but the Brazilians are. So um, I'm very appreciative of that, and and I would just be so happy that they got to uh, feel the NFL you know, from close, like the the fans over here get to feel. And I would be so uh, jealous if it's not the Bears playing. For sure, yeah. I have to hope. Sure. It, hope it's a bye week so I can go over there and and check it out because I definitely want to be a part of it um, for for that moment. Initially, when you started kicking, was there skepticism among your family, friends back in Brazil about being a kicker in the NFL rather than pursuing, say, a career in soccer? Yeah, initially my mom didn't didn't want me to do it because uh, she's. I had to show her like videos of what, um, <laughs> of, you know, what American football is. So because I didn't, I didn't even know. Like I knew it was part of the American culture when I came to to high school here in the states, but I didn't know there was even a kicker. I didn't know there was. I thought it was just like a rugby type of sport that you just hit, hit, hit each other until you get to the end of the field. Um, and once I learned and explained to them, they actually flew over to, uh, Florida, um, where I went to high school to watch a game with, you know, first and, uh, just like, okay, like you'll be going to be that guy that gets on the field, kicks and doesn't get hit. Then, uh, that's, you can play that, uh, cause they knew that my, the whole, uh, kind of priority of coming to the States in the first place was to find a way that I could stay here and play soccer. Uh, so they knew that you know, I, I didn't want me to kind of risk that dream uh, because of this football curiosity. Um, but that curiosity became a passion and became uh, also a dream or an objective. And um, so they, they, they supported it um, once they got past that, how dangerous the sport can be. But it also helps that Madden explain the rules for you, Cairo, right? 
It did. So uh, that that first day that uh, you know, my buddies in high school convinced me to like, man, like when I went to a really small high school, we had twenty kids, well, max twenty three uh, athletes on the football team. So there was a a need for a guy that could kick a ball. Um, so they saw me playing soccer first and like, man, you got a strong shot. Like you, you gotta be our kicker. So I, I went out to the practice field or after school that one day and they, they held for me told me like, okay, we watch kickers take three steps back, two to the side and just, you know, kick the ball through those pipes. And I started kicking and like hitting this weight room. That's like 40, 40 some yards behind the, the go post and they're like oh my gosh like that that was far like keep backing up wow. so they backed me up all the way to 50 and i made a 50 yard field goal as a the first time kicking the ball as a sophomore in high school and the coach came out of the weight room and uh I was like, who's kicking that <laughs> and said the new brazilian the soccer player is like Man, you're, you're playing friday uh <laughs> so i went i went back home where my host brother tyler uh picked me up from practice uh I went back cold and I said, hey, stop it. Uh, game stop it. And I wonder if I uh, Madden game. We uh, didn't know the rules for if I'm going to play it. So that's how it happened. And um, the Colts were the highest ranked team. Uh, and of course, I'm going to play with the, high, the best team. And Vinatieri was the kicker. Oh, the sure, and he's uh, the best. I, yeah. Yeah, so I kind of became a, I mean, a Colts fan, but not really because I, I played with them. So I would put put on a game on Sunday with my host family and see like oh Pink Manny that's my quarterback you know uh, and Joseph and I like you know all those those guys uh uh Harrison you know all those guys Dallas Clark Reggie uh, Wayne all those guys Reggie Wayne yeah so it was it was super super cool to to kind of follow them at that time where I was like you no know, just kind of getting involved with football. I'll tell you, it's super cool talking to you and hearing your story. It's inspirational. It's nothing short of amazing. And we certainly enjoyed this chat a lot on the El Huddle podcast. Cairo Santos, this was definitely a enlightening conversation to really kind of get into the ins and outs of being a kicker, what it means to be a Brazilian-born kicker in the NFL. I hope someday the dream comes true for you that you get a chance to kick there in front of the home crowd in Brazil. And Cairo, thank you again for carving out this time. Good luck to you and the bears the rest of the way. And come on back to the podcast. We love having you on. It would be a lot of pleasure. I had a lot of fun. Thank you guys uh, for letting me share my story. Shared the, the mind of a kicker. Uh, like I said, I had a great time. So we'd love to be back. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Cairo. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. 
Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tercera y dos, zona de gol, el movimiento Juszczyk. Aquí viene Purdy. Con buena protección. You know, I love a George Kittle flex moment, counting off how many, how many oh, yeah. touchdowns. I mean, it, it, what a game, which, as I told you, Will, I had to watch the following day because it was at 1.30 in the morning. Because of the time change, and then you because mentioned the Joe Staley yeah. uh, being there for the watch party, which I assume Literally. was for that game, which a lot of people on TV watched here in the States. And what a statement right. the 49ers made with that uh-huh. win over the Cowboys. And Brock Purdy, yet again, precise, Killing surgical, it. and yep. we could be talking about a potential MVP candidate, if not a legit MVP candidate. A hundred percent. I feel like, I, I don't know, are people not talking about, I feel like I haven't heard enough Brock Purdy praise. And They're reluctant I'm to. about it. I'm they're reluctant it. to, right? Because they think yeah. he's got everything around him. Everything We're is five weeks in. Yeah. I, I think he's proven himself. He is more than proven himself. So 100%. him being an MVP candidate, I think is a real thing. Just like with CMC. at least in the conversation, if this continues at this pace with what he's done now, we have a much bigger sample size and we know that what he did last year coming in clutch when everybody yes. else was hurt, was not a fluke. 
Yeah, no, it was like, not a fluke this, at all. Feels good. Yeah, I think I think Brock Purdy is obviously the driver of this engine uh-huh. with so many weapons. But now the 49ers still undefeated, as yep. are the Eagles, who uh-huh. came off of that win at SoFi Stadium against the Rams. They got yep. Dallas Goddard more involved. So welcome back, Dallas Goddard. So that just yep. adds another dimension to this really deep team. And people go back and forth because the Eagles have been winning, but yep. it hasn't been pretty or let's just say as overwhelming as the 49ers wins have been so what what do you what do you think when you see these two teams man i've I've looked at their next matchups right and like the question bears asking are they both still going to be undefeated next week i don't know i feel like eagles going up against the jets that could be a sneaky upset game Right. Okay. Because of exactly what you just said. I think we've been wanting to see the Eagles come out there and just blow folks out of the water from the jump. Right. Like, yeah. I feel what I've seen over the last few weeks is that it takes them a bit to get going, to get warmed up. Like, you watch yeah, the yeah. first half of these games and you're like, oh, all right, guys, anytime now. And trust me, I'm watching closely because Jalen Hurts is my quarterback in both of my fantasy leagues. <laughs> so I have an investment into this. Yes. Um, and they get the dubs, and of course, like it doesn't matter. We'll take an ugly law, an ugly win over a good loss, if that even exists, right? right. Um, but it does matter. It does, when you think of the bigger picture, the longevity of the season. I feel like the 49ers next week, going up against the Browns, mm-hmm. again, should win that. Now, not to discount the Browns' defense, because we know that they are... Legit. Uh, There's something. There's yeah. something for sure. But I just think, I, in my opinion, I think the 49ers are the best team in the league. Yeah. And I think a lot of uh, power rankings around the league, yeah. different publications, et cetera, yep. feel the same thing with the Eagles right there with them. And the 49ers have the Browns coming up, and it's still up in the air whether Deshaun Watson is going to be mm-hmm. the quarterback for them. So that could right. mean – Another week of DTR, the rookie going up against a really fierce offense. But there's always that fear of a letdown. I don't think either of these teams are going to go undefeated. But I do think that they have to keep up with each other, especially if they are looking ahead to home field advantage. And these are just stacked rosters. And we wonder with the Eagles having new offensive coordinators, uh, new guys there on the D-line, and it just seems like they're not missing a beat. Maybe they they skip it every once in a while, but they're they're there in the conversation. Meanwhile, you you see what happened with the the Cowboys, and boy, you you know I love Micah Parsons. Yeah. With Dickie's an incredible uh, athlete player. Love when he speaks out and protects yep. and stands up for his his fellow football players. But him coming out saying that he and the Cowboys are at the same level as the Niners. No, no, they're not. This, this definitely showed it. They are not in that upper echelon of teams like the 49ers and the Eagles. All right, Prima Hermana, it's that time. Time again yep. for my Perro Machos. All right. Perro so- Machos. <laughs> yes. You need it's the effects. Favorite. You need the music heading into this little segment that we call Perro Macho. And for me, I've got three of them. One of them being Max Crosby, friend of this podcast. When uh-huh. we spoke to him, his energy was infectious. As we saw, yep. everything's 100, 120 miles per hour 
And he absolutely was a disruptive force against the Packers on Monday night, making life miserable for Jordan Love. And maybe the numbers don't stand out as they should, but he certainly made his presence felt as he always does. He's a disruptor. He's a guy that gets under your skin. And if you are a Raiders fan, you love him on your team. If you are an opposing team, you hate him with every fiber in your being, right? Because he brings so much energy and he gets under your skin. So Max Crosby, he's one of my perro machos. Another perro macho has to be Aiden Hutchinson of the Lions. That interception that he had sticking out his paw was nothing short of spectacular. It was great. And he, again, was a guy that was getting after the quarterback, making tackles all over the field. And talk about a team that has drafted really well. And right now they find themselves not quite in that tier of the Niners and the Eagles, but they're certainly pushing them to get up there. And Dan Campbell has these guys playing hard. And then the third one was a guy that we heard from last week who said he was always bleeping open like 7-Eleven. <laughs> yeah. Chase, right? So, he yeah. actually got the ball a lot and Joe Burrow looked like the Joe Burrow of old, the one that we've been accustomed to seeing mm-hmm. who was stepping into his throws. His calf injury didn't seem to bother him all that much. And he even said after the game, he will continue to be looking for Jamar Chase early and often. And for them, that win over the Cardinals was a must win for them, MJ. And I hate saying that because it's a cliche uh, term, but must win was something that they need, and they did it in a dominating fashion. Right. I love those. I I love that you're feeling extra generous today, but I get it. Like (laughs) There was so much good action and good football this weekend, Um, all worthy of Pedro Matos. Can I give one... um, uh, honorary or what is it honorable mention of sure. and it's for an entire team oh the, the okay. saints 34 to nothing against yeah. the patriots good for you good for you saints <laughs> cam jordan like leading the charge right and we love him perro macho, always oh he's always, he's the always. epitome of perro macho so great yeah. call i don't think we've ever had a whole defense so that's a that's a perro macho first out of you, primero. It's a perro macho first. I like it. That's the, you know, we're trying new things. We're trying new things. We're expanding. I love it. Um, I do have a little bit of Platano Power love to pass on. Platano Power. I just picture yeah. you like cruising down the street with like the yeah. windows rolled the drop down. Top. Yeah. To that music, you know, you have like one pinky on the bottom of the steering wheel <laughs> driving by. You're making me sound much cooler than I am. I'm definitely like a, a 10 and 2. <laughs> Safety first. Safety first. Uh, yeah, um, oh, yeah. It has to be. I mean, we have to talk about the Niners in this. I mean, Fred Warder did everything but, but sling the ball yesterday. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. He went off. And we're not just saying it because he's a beloved friend of the show. I think yeah. he is objectively a badass. Like, mm-hmm. just crazy. And then the one-two punch, him and Brock. He deserves all the flowers. The entire team is clicking. Um, I, there was, I mean, there's just no other choice. I did promise um, the Warners that I would make them some platanos. And I feel like they beat me to it. <laughs> they beat me for it because are you kidding me? Come yeah. on, 
Federico. Yeah, Federico. We we love the friends of the podcast. We always root for them, no matter what our fan allegiance is. And in that <laughs> game against the Cowboys, he punched the ball out. Then he gets an interception. Then yes. he sacks Dak Prescott. Uh-huh. The thing that was even more impressive than all of that, maybe, and again, it doesn't stand out on a stat sheet, but he was running almost stride for stride with one of the fastest yes. guys in the league with Brandon Cooks. Yes. Now, the 100%. ball like, was overthrown and Chance out of bounds. Yes. Just... He was booking it, and, and that's Crazy. what makes him – one of the best linebackers, if not the best linebacker Nothing. in the league. And then you add in Dre Greenlaw. Those two guys remind a lot yeah. of people of Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman and the way Ooh. that they play. So love that call. Those, yes, that that's that's what I see out of those two guys. So I yeah. love, love your platino power there. Shout yeah. out to Federico. Go, 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 go. Oh, go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> he probably thought in the middle of that, he probably was thinking, like, okay, this guy's a local. This guy's a payas. Or, What's wow, up? his breath control is really <laughs> impressive because he uh, can really hold that note for quite a while. Uh, I love yeah, that. Uh, all right, we are at that point of the podcast, Prima Hermana. Y punto. <laughs> what do you have as your y punto? Uh, my y punto is that through five weeks of the season, if you're not entertained, I can't help you. Yeah. This has been some of the wildest football we've seen, some of the most impressive football that we've seen. Um, and we've gotten things we didn't ask for. I know yeah. Jets, but you. Um, and we got some things that have really solidified teams, such as the 49ers and the Eagles. So I'm, I'm excited to see what's ahead. I know a lot of folks are like, oh, it's still early in the season. Yes. There's still a lot of football, but we have played enough football, I think, thus far to really understand who many of these teams are and what their identity is and what they are going to do for the rest of the year. Not barring injuries. Love it. My ipunto is speedy recoveries to all the stars uh, of the league who suffered major injuries. We know Milano is out for the season, which is just awful oof. because, again, yeah. he was a driver in that offense yeah. you know Tredavious White we've seen a lot of these big names uh go down to injury you just hope that they eventually come back on the field and are better yeah. than they were before uh mm-hmm. and that goes also for some of these <laughs> offensive stars who we've grown accustomed to seeing light Justin up the scoreboard Jefferson. Justin Jefferson for sure going to be out with that hamstring injury you hate to see it Devon Achan as well oh. With the knee injury, you hate to see that uh, because he was having such an awesome rookie campaign. And so you just hope for for those guys, James Conner as well, that they get back on the field uh, sooner rather than later. So guys, get better. We miss you. And speaking of missing you, Prima Hermana, missing you. Miss you guys. You are the best, and you seem to be in your element over there, enjoying London and everything about it. Please keep enjoying it. Have fish and chips for me. Whatever yeah. it is, I'll say what's that up tonight. to the people out there. Yeah, say yeah. what's up to the people out there. And if you sing uh, Sweet Caroline, which it sounds like you'll do it again, right? 100%. 100%. Right? You're going to be doing it again. So uh, nope. think of me as you're as you're trying to hit that high octave. I'll try. I'll try. Maybe we'll send me your recording and I'll just play your voice. <laughs> uh, I don't know about Controversy. that. Controversy. <laughs> Controversy. All right. Well, 
Hasta la próxima. Well, I'll be back for the next one. So, build yeah. up. Yeah, hasta la próxima. Okay, you're the best. And wherever you hear us, download us, like, subscribe. Want to hear from you? This is the El Huddle Podcast. Adios, everybody. Yes. In Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 